Jane. Hey, Issa. <laughs> Jane. Hi, Issa. This is Under the Bleachers. We're two adults who watch and discuss movies for teens. This week, a movie called Everything, Everything from 2017. Yeah, you thought you were going to hear us talk about Twilight the second, but guess what? Our schedule changed. Jane, I said you were going to gaslight them to make oh, them what think was I they supposed to wrong. say? Wait, I do want to issue a statement. Okay. This is a surprise to Issa. A lot of the movies we watch... You can listen to the podcast and watch the movie after if you're, like, inspired to. I think in the case of Everything, Everything, you should watch the movie first. If you have any intention of watching <laughs> this movie, you shouldn't listen to the, the podcast. That's what I'll say. Issa, do you agree with me? Yes. And okay, I agree cool. with you, especially because I read a spoiler immediately mm. <laughs> upon Googling this movie. And I think that um, it would have been more fun to see. Right. what i would have reacted like so i'm really excited but first jane is gonna tell you about her latest internet obsession okay it's sort of like or not ex- internet yeah it's an obsession. extension of um okay i'm really into activewear and loungewear partly because of working out but also because of the pandemic and i work from home and it's all i wear and an extension of that is mm-hmm. that we're gonna talk about cheer later cheer the documentary series later But they all wear Nike Pro shorts, and so now I'm obsessed with the shorts in general and also how they get them to fit on their bodies without (laughs) uh, crevices, I guess. (laughs) And just, I ordered a pair off Poshmark. They are bright pink. They are see-through. You cannot wear them with underwear underneath. Um, Even nude underwear, you cannot wear them. So anyway, I'm going on a Nike Pro journey. Wait, so... So you think that people who wear the particular pair of shorts that you have, you're supposed to work out in them without underwear? Yeah. I mean, you can wear underwear. It's just visible. Wow. Um, You can say camel toe on the pod. <laughs> no, actually. I actually can't. I can't do that. <laughs> um, I told Jane that... <laughs> well, I... To my in my mind, cheer shorts are um Sophie shorts. Yes. And that's like a totally different that's almost like a eighties look. Interesting. Like, or do you know how like the Sophie shorts have like the round um cut kind of on the bottom? Oh. They're like specifically cut like that. But I know what you're talking about with the Nike Pro shorts because I, I do have a pair that's somewhat similar to that, but it's not Nike Pro shorts. Um and for me I just can't wear them because um my thighs chafe right where the shorts end. Like that's my point yeah. of chafing and I do not have a thigh gap. So <laughs> Yeah, I think the biggest issue with shorts that are tight is that they like just go up. If you have if you have thighs that aren't sort of one exact same size, they're going to just like move around. Anyway, yeah, but people spray glue on it. I learned that from oh. um, Beyonce's video to Pretty Hurts. Anyway. Oh. Um, Jean. <laughs> okay, so I... <laughs> so we've had this movie on our list of movies for a long time. Mostly because of a man love, but also I have to say I thought it was a different movie. <laughs> Wait, what did you think it was? <laughs> There's some other movie about like a teen boy who's like in space. Okay, we have to find that. <laughs> 
Is that spontaneous? Did I make that up? I think I made that up. I don't know. But I just knew it was a teen boy and girl who were separated. And I thought it, it was this movie. <laughs> so were you disappointed upon watching? No, no, no. I was okay. really excited because it's equally crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe even crazier than a boy being in sp- a teen being in space, <laughs> which has happened. That like shithead guy is like Wait. the first teen in space. Oh, right, right. Also, yeah, yeah. there are astronauts in this movie. Yeah, that's true. Um, I was going to say, so that's my background with the movie. Um, do you want to talk about... Uh, our background to what is his name the guy from a teacher the teen from nick a teacher. robinson yes i, I said nicholas hold which is not i have correct. decided that he's attractive we agree that he's oh. he is a normal looking person which is yes I, I hate saying that because it feels so insulting but i think why it's why it has worked for him and why he has had a successful career so far he's been in a teacher he's been in love simon is that he's not this like shiny looking teen like he he is an actual human um on the flip side he is like probably for some people just a forgettable white boy who you know you could name 10 actors oh, sure. and they're all the same um but for me i am impressed with him and <laughs> yeah i like it i think he's a good actor i would even go so far as to say like he is like way better than Ansel Elgort, and I think can like act the same roles that Ansel Elgort has. But Ansel Elgort is just hot. Oh fuck, I can't say that name so much. It's just like <laughs> conventionally hotter. I'm holding a chapstick like a cigarette and like gesturing <laughs> with it. It's like so funny. Um, he's also 26, which I didn't know. That's good. Okay, I just want to comment about Ansel Elgort. Like, okay, he's the kind of guy who I didn't know he was hot until someone told me he is, and I still don't think he is. And he's just he's like different looking a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bit. I actually don't... I don't think he's hot. But I also don't think Charles Melton is hot, which you disagree That's with. That's strange. Also, to be clear, to be clear, we are anti-Ansel because he is a predator. Is a sexual predator? Probably. <sighs> um, Nick Robinson is a good actor. He's in A Teacher. He's from Seattle. He's 26. Um, the only reason <laughs> we aren't talking about Amanda Moore is because we already talked about her. But I do think it's fun seeing her in this role because the last time we saw her in a role was um, Hunger time. Games. Oh, Whichever one of those was, was most recent, Dear Evan Hansen or Hunger Games. Um, yes, but I also think she is, she's 19 when this is filmed. And so this oh. is her teen appearance. This is her teen really? form. She's yeah. very, very, very beautiful. And I think that she also yes. has the nice, like, not shiny quality to her as well. Like, she looks like a real person. I don't agree. Um, you, you think sh- she's shiny? Yeah, I think she looks like a Disney actor. In, I don't know. In There's something to be very fresh faced. Fresh faced. Like Are she you just saying be, that she has like really good skin? She has incredible skin. I was gonna yeah. say she should be. If this was like 2008, she'd be in a Neutrogena commercial, like slapping oh, yeah. water across her. Cheeks. No, you know what? You're right. She has a good like natural beauty look. Like, yeah, in, like in terms of like. There's yeah. no ma- she she's never wearing makeup. I guess that's part of the character, but she's never wearing like obvious makeup in the movie. She would be she that's exactly right. She would be in a commercial for like skincare and like that's mm-hmm. a specific type of pretty and um this movie has a lot of shots of her gorgeous skin and that's why we can't stop talking about it. Yeah. Um the other fun um little thing about the people in this movie is that the woman who plays her mom, Anika Rose, is uh the voice of uh tiana who is like disney's uh the princess and the frog princess like first Mm. black princess 
Disney princess. Um, she's also in Dreamgirls. So she's just like oh, cool. a singer actor. Um, anyway, the other thing I was going to say is that this is a 2017 movie and the soundtrack reflects that. Oh, yes. Um, which I kind of loved. But um, I love the music. Walter was like, at the end of it, he was like, I bet you like the soundtrack, which is a <laughs> roast. But Walter watched this true. with you? No, 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 no. Damn. Definitely not. I was, I was say, like, this is I like offered this this to him. He was like, <laughs> so we were. He was gonna watch a uh, Who's Game, and then it was blacked out. And I was like, you could watch this with me. And he was like, no, thank you. Mm-mm. I was gonna say, yeah, that's you know what. <laughs> anyway, I won't say anything yet. Um, I'll also say that this is a movie based on yet another YA book. Um, mm-hmm. also called Everything Everything. Um, it'd be interesting to me to know if the book, like where the quote is from in the book, like where the title is from in the book. You know oh, I mean? true. Like they who never... says the title in the book? And they, they never explain it. Unlike the sun is also a star in which it's clearly explained to us. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it is by Nicola Yoon. Mm-hmm. Well, they sort of, uh, they sort of explain it or the. Somebody types everything, everything into a text, but I can't remember what happens. Oh, Nicola okay. Yoon, um, writer of Sun is Also a Star. Her defining thing is that she does these YA novels, and she's also a former woman in STEM. Like, mm-hmm. she switched from STEM career to writing. And she's got to let you know in her writing. Yeah. <laughs> it's clear. That's just, yeah, that's just all I'll say about that. Jane, what did you know about the plot before starting? All I knew is that the girl was sick okay. and couldn't leave. Okay. That's like I tr- I did I went into it very fresh, which is great. What did you know? Yeah. Well, you were spoiled. I recommend that people go into this without knowing anything. So this is about a girl with skid, which is a real disease, severe. Bleh. It's an immune disorder called skid. <laughs> not gonna try and say it's it. It's not. It's not re- like the things they do. Are- in the movie are obviously not real. It is similar to Midnight Sun where they just want the plot device of a teen in a house. They want to put an obstacle on a teen. And they take creative, uh, what's it called? They do whatever the fuck they want. It's also like, you could say this is a sickly teen movie, but I think it's its own genre that it might be a subgenre, which is teen stuck in the house movie because (laughs) to me... Fault in Our Stars, which is the ultimate sickly teen movie, is very mm-hmm. different from this. Yes. Where she's doing stuff out in the world, but she's sickly, versus this, she's stuck in the house. Which is way more realistic. Combined immunodeficiency. Yeah. Which I mean, one is which one is realistic? That that you if you are sick, you do get to leave your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh yes. To be clear, if you have this disease, you can go outside. It's there's like one case there's like a handful of cases that they couldn't go outside and like one of them was like the bubble boy yeah do you know what I'm talking about and I, I read I did read about him oh okay and he he's like the famous one in like the 70s and that's why they did this but like people will get really mad because that's not what people with this disease actually go through there and was that's backlash. been that's been commented on by um the IDF. The Israeli Defense. That's right. The Immune Deficiency Foundation. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, they wrote like a takedown of this. I just think it's awesome that they're like, we at the idea. (laughs) 
yeah, they say, you know, most persons with skid lead healthy and productive lives and no need to shield themselves from the world. Should we jump right in? Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what you think. Okay. okay. Maddie has skid, which they really need to rebrand, by the way. Skid is not cute. So she has lived almost all of her life inside. Her mom, Pauline, who's a doctor, and longtime nurse Carla care for her. Maddie's only friend her age is Carla's daughter, Rosa, but she's about to leave for college. Then a family moves in next door, including cute skateboarder Ollie. He tries to introduce himself, but no one is allowed in the house. Luckily, Maddie and Ollie can see each other, see into each other's bedroom windows, and they start text flirting. Maddie explains that her dad and brother died in a car crash and why she can't meet Ollie. They begin getting closer, and then Carla arranges for Ollie to visit. Maddie and Ollie are both nervous, but things go well. Jane, they play this game on text called Fast Five Favorites. Oh, no. (laughs) So I wrote it down. Okay, perfect. Book, word, color, vice, person. Okay, book. This is impossible uh, for me because you can just do like currently, current phase. Sure, sure. I mean, my go-to answer for book is The Bell by Iris Murdoch. That's true. Um color um sorry sorry Um, maybe like a um navy blue word oh no um this is so hard also their their favorite words are obviously like pretentious and stupid my favorite word is like chocolate um vice shopping online for activewear yeah that's and then person i'll go with my 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 love, Walter. Aww. You go, Should you I go. Should I do it? <sighs> okay. Uh, book would be the Elena Ferrante, My Brilliant Friend. Oh, can I say a series? I'll say sure. a series. But if not, it has to. It would be the second book because there are teens in it. Um, word is so stupid. That's so yeah. stupid. It's. <laughs> you have to pick one. Um, word can be um sick. <laughs> <laughs> Color would also probably no. Actually, color would be rose pink. I would mm-hmm. say I usually say blue, but I'm not boring anymore. <laughs> Vice is, um, you already know, candy. <laughs> and um, person is um my husband also Nate. Um, and I think that this game and like them texting was actually maybe a good part of the movie for me. I think them interacting awkwardly is good. I think that they're really sweet together in all of their interactions. I do want to kind of correct. I called Ali a skateboarder and he's he's mm. not a skateboarder. Like he's that's not. not his aesthetic. I think you're is, saying that because his hair is bad. He is skateboarding when she first sees him and it did remind me of Midnight Sun because she watches the boy she likes skateboard by her oh. window every single day and it's a very... Um, direct parallel but yeah i also really like ollie as a boy as like a romantic lead because he feels like someone that in another movie is like kind of the goth weirdo yes i think that something about him that i realized while watching this is that he's a fucking weirdo and yeah there's not enough just like weird boy weird but nice representation I really like that he's not like a perfect, I don't know, Prince Charming E romance interest because he's he's fucking weird. Like <laughs> there's a scene 
there's so in the start before they talk they're like communicating by just looking at each other through their windows and she cannot open her window because of her illness and he can and he he brings over the cake that he was supposed to give to the mom but the mom didn't want it and he puts the cake on the windowsill and he also puts two pill bottles and like a tumbler glass with like a negroni (laughs) in a glass on the windowsill like what is going like both of us are like what is going on like who is this kid and then he does like funny things like he pretends that the bun cake died i don't know i i think he's like i was like what the fuck is this kid on but then i realized like that's what makes it good yeah and it it makes sense to me that someone i think that amandala's character is way too well adjusted considering what she's been through however i think it makes sense to me that she would be attracted to someone who's like a little socially weird and he's not like a psychopath or anything no he's nice but weird and i think we need more of that yeah i will say immediately upon watching this movie i felt very comforted i just felt like this is like this is the type (laughs) of movie that our podcast is supposed to like ultimately be about i mean obviously we cover a range that we can you know you gotta eat broccoli to know that chocolate tastes good some people say this to me (laughs) is the chocolate like everything is easy to look at the colors are very carefully picked everything is explained to me um i laughed out loud when when ollie said my mom sent a bunt (laughs) yeah okay first of all i thought bunt was just like the shape of a cake and not you're supposed to say bunt cake in my mind but also like it's like saying it's like saying a bread but like what it's not saying like the kind or a loaf of bread but you're not saying like what type of bread it's just the shape of the cake yeah, but it is a, but it also is a specific type of cake. There's actually a new in my hometown, a new store oh took over called like oh shit, I'm not gonna remember what it's called. It's a pun about buns, and I ate one of their bunt cakes. And okay. I think like what it? you're saying is like there there are lemon bunt cakes and there are yeah, chocolate yeah, yeah. bunt cakes, but they all are kind of bad. But they oh okay, I was gonna ask why are they all shitting on it? But like because they're sounds not like that that's normal. Yeah, I, I just don't think that, like, they're the most worthwhile cakes. Um, I do have a question immediately, okay. which is, and I don't think this is explained. Why does she only wear white? Oh, so she says she has to sterilize the same outfit every day because all her outfits have to be, like, hy- hypoallergenic and also just, like, very, very clean. Like, they have to be, like, autoclaved, which is what you do to, like, surgical instruments, which to me is fucking insane. But, um, but so... She's just kind of saying that, like, well, when you have to, like, have a very narrowly prescribed wardrobe, like, might as well just wear the same thing every day. It doesn't have to be, like, white. But I think she just, like, default pick that. And she looks good in it. <laughs> I I find that to be uh, one of the many stretches in this movie. And I sure. think it's supposed to be for, like, it's supposed to be for, like, a symbolic thing of, like, she wears white at the beginning. And then she starts wearing color. And she, like, discovers the world. Yes. Um, my question, my yeah. question to you was, if someone had to sterilize... <laughs> the same outfit for you every day what would it be it would be my black sweatpants that i just bought and yeah. the sports bra that i'm currently wearing and my gray jersey city sweatshirt and a pair of white socks from girlfriend collective <laughs> wow <laughs> i would honestly probably also say like athleisure or like a hoodie and and like leggings or sweatpants because like also, she doesn't leave. So, like, why does she have to be? She's literally in our first shot. Okay, okay. I, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> so 
in our first shot, she's in this incredibly beautiful home with, like, the biggest MacBook I've ever seen in my life, like, on her desk, (laughs) standing around in, like, a $250 slip dress, perhaps. Like, Mm -hmm. it just looks gorgeous, being, like, this is my favorite room in the house because she has, like, floor-to-ceiling window that's glass. And I'm, like, yeah, girl, everyone wants to be, like, a Scandinavian influencer. Like, (laughs) it would be my favorite room, too. But it the look of like everything being clean and like luxurious is very specific because like I don't think um even Midnight Sun does that when she's inside all the time the house Mm -hmm. looks way more normal but um I said this was the house in Ex Machina (laughs) oh my god (laughs) where there's a robot in the basement (laughs) there was also immediately similar vibes to Sun is also a star partly the stem aspect like when she's explaining what skid is there's a drawing a helpful drawing yeah. um and then also when she when maddie and ollie start talking instead of just like showing their text messages they have them go into this um diner that she created for an architecture class oh, yeah, yeah so they're sitting they're like they're sitting together in this fake diner and there's an astronaut there um and i really I don't know. I really like it. And I actually, yeah, I re- that creative. was maybe my favorite thing that the movie did was those like interesting little imagined scenes of them sitting at her fake architecture model and flirting, but it's them texting. So the dialogue is very scripted and like obvious and a little like, I don't know, like self-conscious, but it makes mm-hmm. sense because they're texting and like, yeah, I really like that. And like the fake astronauts kind of being silly in the background. Like I actually really liked it um what did we think about the nurse carla okay does she sort of look like anna de armas yeah did you think that i think you're just saying that because she's like a hot um hispanic woman maybe am i racist but like she's like anna de armas obviously in like it's the same it's the same look well i Mm -hmm. said she looks like she's like 31 like oh she doesn't look old enough to be a nurse but maybe it's also because like she's always in full glam like she's the only like conspicuously she's like a very she's very like glammed up in all her scenes that's true literally looking like a sephora model and i love that like you you were introduced to her and to me she just like she just like doesn't look like someone who works for a living oh yeah no or like a nurse like she's yeah you're right but they like come across her and she's like feliz cumpleaños and i'm like okay (laughs) ah i love i love this shit you're so right like this is for our podcast (laughs) i will also say that um she she orders clothing from mod cloth as she's at the very start of like breaking free and i had ordered (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I had ordered a potential bridesmaid dress from Mod Cloth uh, 30 minutes earlier. So I was just like, oh my gosh. I don't, I also don't understand why she has to sterilize the clothing, but then she can also order clothing and just sterilize it. Like, I don't know. Maybe the mom just like doesn't trust um, like clothes that are made in China. <laughs> you have to turn your brain off to enjoy a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah. Also, how come Carla's kid could come inside? Anyway. It, and, and, and also like at one point in the beginning, she's like, not many people know I exist. What? <laughs> that you're not she's also so not only does she live in a house, she's a secret. Um, I was gonna say, have you ever had a friend or love interest in your life where you were texting more than talking primarily at the start and then you had to sort of like meet them IRL and like catch up? Absolutely. I mean, that's my my romantic relationship was all texting. <gasps> that's and true. People, specifically my sister, was like 
of course he's funny on text. You can, you know, you have time to think about it. And then I met mm. him and he was just as funny in real Aww. life. What about you? That's interesting. I was going to say I, so I, I would say that like in, when I still live in the Philippines and like, there's just a lot more parental like watching of like whether people were going to date too early for like our parents comfort and so like there a lot of my early just like talking to guys in general was only through texting because I went to an all-girls school and my parents like didn't allow dating when I was a certain age and like yeah so I just like had a lot of like texting conversations with people that like we mutually liked each other but we weren't like dating and um I would say that those these people were like that I'm thinking of were like not as funny in person <laughs> yeah <laughs> but but i but i i do find their texting to be somewhat accurate and like relatable and um cute and i think that that is a very i don't know it's a very relatable like when they're when they first exchange numbers someone watching might be like why don't you just call each other but it's like no yeah. you gotta you gotta te- even if you're literally looking at them outside the window like it makes way more sense that they would text first I don't know. I sort of like that he like says weird shit like you could die in the ocean. Like he has he kind of has like manifesto kid vibes. Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> but like, no, no, no. Sorry. <laughs> that may maybe that's like taking it too far. But he has like scary vibes. But like, I think he's just strange. Yeah. He just has um, a broken home, basically. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do know that said, I do know a lot of people that again, because I went to an all girls school, I had like multiple close friends that like got really close to someone over text and it was like a period of months where like they still like didn't really hang out with this person in real life and that was like a little much for me where like I just can't imagine like really dating someone like not having you know just not knowing if they were actually fun in real life yet yeah um yeah months to years even (laughs) but it happens when you're like Young and in a conservative country and the internet is at your disposal. You get an internet boyfriend, you know? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I knew multiple people with an internet boyfriend. Wait, one more story. Okay. This one girl had an internet boyfriend through a video game and he said his name was Lester and I like didn't believe her. I don't believe her. His name was Lester. Because later did- Facebook came around and we all added each other. Did they ever meet in person? uh i can't remember i like that I you can maybe have eventually. a boyfriend through a video game yeah it's, it's the <laughs> 21st century should we go on yes maddie I'm asks so ali to come over on the 4th of july when carla and her mom are out she says they should just be friends considering the circumstances but they end up kissing the next day maddie sees ali get punched by his father and runs outside to check if he's okay Pauline figures out what Maddie has been up to and is horrified. They quickly reconcile, but Pauline says Maddie can't see Ollie again. She also fires Carla and limits Maddie's phone and internet usage. Maddie gets sick, but recovers, and through her bedroom window tells Ollie she's okay. In light of COVID, like, you're you're kind of watching this being like, why don't they just, like, rub them down with Clorox wipes and do, <laughs> like, outdoor socially distanced hangouts? Oh, yeah, I guess she can't be outdoors, allegedly. She's allergic to the air. Also, wait, one one thing that I did read um, by the um, IDF is that <laughs> if you have skid, you're not actually allergic to anything because allergies implies that your immune system overreacts to stimulus right. and, like, 
gives you symptoms, whereas people with skid don't have an immune system. So right. I should not have said allergic. Um, I think they have really good chemistry. And I I chalk that up to them being both legitimate actors. Like, no yeah. offense to Bella Thorne, but like, <laughs> I'm glad she has side <laughs> projects. These two people, I think, can be in... I think Nick Robinson has already proven his versatility, and I hope that he continues to try like try on different roles and stuff and i I, same thing with amanda like they're legit they're legit doing kind of a uh a fine story but they're they're bringing the dialogue up level i agree i think that like well the other thing that was like surprisingly just so real for me was how like awkward they are and like annoying and like kind of cringy like it it just makes it less it just makes it less generic like i don't know like when they first hang out they're like kind of walking around the room weirdly and like they can't really figure out how to move their bodies because like i realized that's what i would do if at that age because a lot of times the first time you hang out with like someone you like it's like under the guise of doing something else right Mm, like you're out with friends or you're like going bowling or something you know like you have like an activity to like keep your body occupied so you can like you know, you feel restless. But there they're literally just like set up on like a talking date, which is like so hard. Um He flicks that rubber band into the corner of her. Oh, room, I totally didn't I didn't understand what was happening. Which I was like, why why did they show us that? The premise of it is that her mom like catches finds it and then is like, whatever. But it is weird, like it's not explained why he does it besides the fact that he's a child. And I he's guess just, like, children nervous. sometimes do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he just flicks his bracelet across the room. Well I, I do think well I do think people boys did that with the rubber bands a lot growing up, but like not like around me, but not not like something as like honestly like pricey looking as that. <laughs> yeah, it was like um, seven dollars at least. If somebody told me they were looking at my lips like as a teen, I would like freak out yeah 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 he's right like, now i'm just like cringy yeah. but <laughs> they're pretty they're it's wild they're horny they are yeah they are like sensual um so bef- at this point i don't know what is going to happen later in the movie and i don't i haven't read about skid i don't know what skid is but i'm already thinking to myself how is this possible like how is this lifestyle sustainable for any person what is pauline the mom's plan is she like it's yeah. so far-fetched and ridiculous but i didn't i didn't know yet what was the truth well they also seem i wish there had been just a little bit about like because like obviously the house is like insane so the how the reason i say it's an ex machina house too is that there's all these like technological things about it like there's like a decontamination chamber yes star trek it's awesome at the front door and they can like wash their hands in like a special sink (laughs) and like shit like that and i'm like how does how does this single parent have this money um you we also find out that like her dad and her brother or sister died both her dad and her brother died in a car and so maybe maybe they got some like life insurance money i don't know but it's it's so and the house is so beautiful that like I'm just like what like <laughs> how does this work like what is she supposed to do for the rest of her life yeah. does she have to work maybe not like I don't know maybe again like it's sort of skirting this line between like just turn your brain off but also like 
let's try to come up with a plausible way she can live in this house like it just right i mean i guess she could do my job conceivably insane (laughs) yeah but this is pre-covid so we don't even know we don't even know that the jobs are gonna be so remote um what did you think of um when they kiss i loved it i i just like i was good seeing them together and i think i don't know i would love to see them in a real movie together (laughs) yeah that's fair you know what i I mean mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. <laughs> I do think it's it's cute and like I don't know. There's some things that I'm like, oh, this is like too sweet for like for me right now, but like I do think as a teen I would have liked. So like when they kiss and she's like, Oh, is it always like that? And like when they um she says something oh, she says to the nurse, like we're really sleep deprived because like we just keep talking instead of sleeping. Like I think that's awesome and like very teen i do think Um, that this movie is more for me than it is for you (laughs) i think it is definitely for teen me (laughs) okay but i I also said that i said that (laughs) he's like are you sure you're not sick like after they kiss for the first time he's like you're sure you're not sick like you don't have it and i i said that's you because like walt got covid and so like walt (laughs) was like scared of infecting you but oh yeah except not at all um i probably should share context for me watching this movie is i've been in covid isolation for like a week (laughs) and as far as i know i have not gotten covid i mean (laughs) so i'm the opposite of amandla no 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 but like it is like when they when they hang out for the first time and they're like oh my god that could have been so bad and like they're like no, she's fine. Like, she's fine. Like, yeah. I was like, that's Jane. <laughs> Except Walter didn't. Walter was not as concerned. Here's the thing. To be fair, the second he got COVID, we both were like, I'm going to get COVID. Or I already have COVID. So it wasn't. So he wasn't concerned. Because we just true. assumed they it was going to happen. They should have assumed it, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can't remember. Oh, they say something like, sh- he says, like, she's funny. She's smart. She's beautiful. And I said, I think Jane is funny, smart, and beautiful. Did you really think that? Yeah. That's so sweet. What do you mean? Like, you said, you think I didn't write it down? <laughs> that's so, that's so nice. Aww. <laughs> uh, my so? question was, have you ever gotten caught doing something you knew your mom didn't want you to do? Yeah, I'm sure. But I can't recall. <sighs> I can't recall because my parents never really i never got in trouble with my parents so i don't oh i just mean like was there something that like you knew your mom would disapprove of for any particular reason i mean the only thing i can think of is marijuana but oh yeah yeah (laughs) but you don't you also didn't get caught because we're not sure if your mom knew (laughs) yeah exactly i already told that story um my story about that is that i got caught going to my boyfriend's my first boyfriend's house in like um high school and uh i like lied and said that i was taking the late bus home because i had like you know extracurriculars which is totally plausible because i was doing like whatever um but we just went to his room and made out (laughs) that's awesome Um, and i cannot remember how i got caught yeah, how would they know? I cannot remember. It must have been something like, I don't know, something probably just like contradicted itself or like didn't add up and my mom like found out and she was, she was obviously like, she's like, I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed you lied, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> One last thing. <laughs> when he's trying to communicate with her through the window, why is he writing one word per piece of paper? 
Yeah, it it felt very um that Taylor Swift movie that everyone Oh yeah. She's in the hands of I'm in that one. Um where they look at the thing and she says, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You can move on. <laughs> okay. That's all. Pile Pauline hires nurse Pile. Janet, who is way less cool. Pauline tells Maddie that Ollie is going to find another girl. So she starts ignoring <laughs> him. And eventually says they don't have a future together. The next day, Maddie finds photos of the ocean taped to her window. She buys tickets to Hawaii, writes a goodbye note to her mom, lies to Ollie, and they head to the airport together. Maddie swims in the ocean for the first time, goes snorkeling, jumps off a cliff, and kisses Ollie a bunch, all while wearing, all while wearing a boobalicious bathing suit. That <laughs> night, they say I love you and have sex. Meanwhile, Pauline calls the police. Maddie's like pissed off. She doesn't have a hot Latina model as her nurse anymore. She's like, <laughs> some. It's some British woman. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, a bad a trade her mom, down. I also said like her mom is so fucking cold. Her mom is just like he's gonna meet some NYU bitch and he'll be her Ollie. <laughs> yeah, it's I I didn't crushing. really like that. I mean, I didn't. <laughs> it it it's sort of like the the real issue of this movie. It's part of that, like. How could you be so cruel to your daughter? And like, well, what do you expect for her? She's just never going to be in love. Oh, I think I'm like also, I think it would have been more believable if she had worded it differently. There's just this weird thing. Like she goes like, he's not yours. And like, he'll be her Ollie. And it's like, well, yeah, I get what you're, maybe you can interpret it. Be the most generously, the most generous way you could interpret it is the mom being like, you know, you guys are just in high school, like he could eventually go to college and you can't so like maybe it makes more sense for you to date later on when someone's not gonna like move away but like there's this weird like fixation that she then repeats to ollie where she's like he'll be her ollie and it just like for me it just like is silly because his name is ollie yeah that's part of it should i get birkenstocks They look so cool on her. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I do think they're a great um, warm weather option with a white slip dress. She looks so... She just, like, looks looks so good. I do think (sighs) that, again, she's a little bit too put together for someone who who has been locked in her room her entire life. Like, she looks gorgeous. She knows what to wear. She knows how to act. So I think she would probably be weirder than she is but um i have a question which is if you were in maddie's position where would you fly to probably also the beach like i i just like the beach i'm i'm a basic ass uh vitamin c sea like instagram (laughs) girl and i love i love to see the ocean no that would probably be it or it would have something to do with like riding horses but like if i were in her position i wouldn't know how so like it wouldn't be as fun um yeah, how about you? I know you're you're not a vitamin C girl. Not at all. I probably would be just like some city. And so in that case, maybe even New York City, because like I'm assuming yeah. she hasn't been to New York City. So like just some big city to go get lost. But that, like, can you organize a trip of this magnitude at 17? Like he rents a car. How does he rent a car? Oh, yeah, that's true. I mean... When you think about it, if money is no object, there's a lot of sort of like tourist trap. Like you'll get off the in the airport and there'll be like some big sign that says like, get your car and package tour here. Mm. You know what I mean? Like 
all those sort of like traps that just cost like a bajillion dollars they they just like do it that's that's how i like rationalized it to myself because their hotel is like the nicest fucking hotel i've ever seen yeah i could um, not do that at that age i can uh, scheduling flights like being in airports is so stressful <laughs> i hate but it but i think but i think she would not be stressed because she just like has never been so she just like yeah. doesn't know that's and true. then he just seems like a little more like skateboarder and he's like yeah let's fucking do it it is like wild for her to like her first outing in the world after like not encountering anyone at all is to like sit in an airplane full of people like, that's one what of the i said places i can imagine same note least clean option <laughs> i would have been like let's drive to somewhere but oh my uh, my other thing was like would she not throw if you if you hadn't ridden in a car ever and the first time you rode in a car was as a teenager you would throw up that's my prediction hmm i'm not sure we're we're ever gonna be able to prove that but she's like oh i'm like it's moving so fast i'm like she's about to throw up but she doesn't yeah she's fine she also like knows how to buckle her seat her her seat belt um (gasps) nate said that what do we think about the sex scene um i think that it's respectful and like romantic but i wish it had been a little more like awkward because their like interactions were a little more like more realistic and awkward and not as like perfect and romantic Mm. i sort of wish the sex scene was like a little less perfect like now that i'm thinking about it i actually wrote this down i think spectacular now may be my favorite like Oh, first yeah. time sex scene oh, like yeah. it's just so it's like so cute and romantic but like they are like kind of awkward and giggling and like i don't know that's to me that's like the top one yeah um, i agree it's also funny that they like <laughs> they have the shot of like the sex scene and then they cut to this like beautiful hawaii ocean and i'm like i don't know if people should think their first time having sex is gonna live up to that definitely not <laughs> yeah and it's it's short it's not like a huge deal but i, I think yeah, ultimately yeah, yeah. it's sweet i will say like do they do they laugh together i'm sort of do they are they funny i don't think they're funny teens they're like yeah. serious teens They've although it's, a lot. it is unusual because like he should that's why i'm saying he has manifesto kid vibes <laughs> in that if he didn't meet good people in his life he would become a manifesto kid because he's not funny okay he's like serious and weird sorry to say i'm just saying maybe what i'm saying is that these manifesto kids could be steered into like a good ending um that's hopeful i said i said if you stepped into a suburb and walked down the street for the first time in a suburban neighborhood what sensory experiences would stick out to you oh i love the suburbs um like what's the biggest yeah suburb sensory experience cicadas is yeah. that how you pronounce that? Cicada noises yeah, yeah. and freshly mowed grass, the smell of that. And, um, ugh, I like the suburbs. What about I you? I would say definitely, like, the grass, like, and, like, the bits of grass that, like, fly off the mower and are, like, sort of in the street and you're, like, oh, someone clear. Like, I don't know, just, like, little weird details like that that have to do with like not really being in nature but sort of being around plants also, i don't know stupid decorations that people put on their house like and like the smells flags. of like the grass and like bushes i don't know like weird <laughs> flower bushes because <laughs> I, I yeah i also like have a lot of nostalgia for suburban life actually i'll tell a story which is at one time um in college i got high and walked around like some of the streets that are like nearby that were like very suburby suburb house e 
and I was so high that I like thought I was I I thought it looked like my suburb back home and I started crying (laughs) oh that's Um, very sweet because I was homesick um anyway um there's so many shots in this part of him looking at her titties I mean how could you not (laughs) I'm just sort of surprised that they filmed it so like did you not notice that they like filmed so many scenes with his eyes like I didn't actually notice that (laughs) I noticed it so much it's normal. I was just surprised. Um, hmm. I, li- I I actually really like the first time she puts it on and they're both like, um, um. <laughs> He's like, it's uh, it's small. <laughs> um, can you remember? My question was, can you remember the first time you were in a swimsuit in front of a boy you like? Oh, no. It's so awful. Um, oh, my God. No, 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 no. Okay. I don't actually have like a specific story. I'm just thinking okay, about wait. wearing bathing suits in... <laughs> that that time of my life ugh, bad 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 i don't have a specific story i don't i don't have one with like a guy i liked probably probably i wasn't in that situation until i like was with my first boyfriend but i do remember one specific time i was at the pool with friends and this like country club type guy that we knew from something else was like sitting by the pool also with like all his friends um by country club i mean that like we knew that he we just like knew him from stuff anyway and then um my friend was like let's like walk let's like walk by him and like i don't know she was just like she was just like you do it you walk by you know she was just like daring that's we were all daring each other to walk by him with our swimsuit and eventually like i ordered fries and i went to get fries (laughs) So I had to walk by him and I was, I just remember being so scared and like looking straight at, like just not looking at all if like, I don't know, not noticing at all if like, uh, it's, it was so scary. <laughs> yeah, that's, ugh. Uh. <laughs> I, this is why I don't like the beach, partly. <laughs> but, but I would now, I would now say that like, I, I just like know more about like what swimsuits I like and like, I don't know what I'm like comfortable with that and what I do think I look cute in versus like. I think at that time of my life, I was just really trying to wear a specific type of bathing suit or something. Um, yeah. I mean, the way, like, it is crazy to think about when I felt so self-conscious in a bathing suit, I was 20 pounds later than I am now. And now yeah. I don't, I don't really care, which is yeah. growing up. That yeah. helps. I would be worried that my swimsuit would fly the hell off <laughs> if I jump from the top of a cliff or something. However, you probably could have predicted that I would love that experience. <laughs> I would love to snorkel around and like jump from the top of a cliff with someone, especially if money was no object. Um, I the other the other quick thing here is that like they discuss his mom staying with his dad and like I don't really like it how they frame it as I don't know like the mom sort of tells him like love kind of makes you do crazy things and stuff and like uh, it's like a little <laughs> bad messaging. It is. It's. You know, it, it when I think about it, it, it's actually probably realistic to be, like, a teen and think that that's what that's about. But it is, like, a little weird that that made it. If they're going to talk about his mom at all, you know, like, why right. slip that in the there? The equivalence of staying with an alcoholic who's abusive or staying with a girl who's locked in her home. <laughs> girl, girl walked in. Girl locked in. Um, I can't speak um on her desktop I, I i noticed that on her desktop um there are two folders 
One says life is short and the other <laughs> says school. <laughs> <laughs> and I just said there are two wolves within everybody. <laughs> life is short is poetry. It's got Okay, be. we got to go to the reveal. Let's okay, it. the next day Maddie gets very sick and is taken to the hospital. She wakes up back at home after nearly dying. Maddie tells Ollie they can't keep up their relationship and that life was better before. Ollie says he feels sorry for her, and so she stops responding. When Maddie sees Ollie's family leaving, she reads his final email, explaining that they are moving back to New York, leaving his abusive father behind. Maddie gets a call from a doctor who doesn't seem convinced that she has skid. She confronts her mom, and it's revealed that Maddie was never really sick. Maddie goes to stay with Carla and flies to visit Ollie in New York. They make out. (laughs) Jane, tell me about, like, how you were feeling. I was genuinely shocked. <laughs> I did not see this coming, partly because we've seen so many similar movies that don't have like any big twists. Like it's truly about, you know, what the person is dealing, whatever. So crazy bitch mom. I did not see that coming at all. At all. <laughs> and this is just- <laughs> Munch. Is this Munchausen's? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I was going to say, didn't, I didn't know that this was so- Munchausen. So timely. This might be a disrespectful thing to say, but my immediate thought was like, if you were Maddie and you had a very recent Munchausen's by Proxy story right as you're applying to college, slam dunk admissions essay. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, it seems like she's smart and now she's going to get to go anywhere. Yeah, she can't beat this. Okay, here's my (laughs) frustration with this movie. And it's fine. Like I said, if you turn your brain off, perfect movie. (laughs) She is a smart person. who loves the internet. So wouldn't she have researched Skid and realize that she's the only person who's living like this? And so therefore I ask you, why not just create a different illness? What do you mean? Like a fake illness that isn't Skid. Oh, if you were the mom? No, the creator of the book, Nicola. I'm I'm talking to you, Nicola. Because she's a woman in STEM. She wouldn't. (laughs) My thing is like, it's such a stretch and it is kind of offensive to people who actually suffer from this. So just create yeah. a different thing and then you don't have that problem at all. And you don't have me being like this story breaks down the second you tell me that this isn't realistic. Yeah, I think it's a little confusing because she's sort of approaching it like a woman in stamp. You know how like um, uh, Five Feet Apart protagonist is like really, I don't know, she's really knowledgeable about her own care And they talk a lot about how, like, a lot of kids and teens with chronic illness sort of have to become experts on their disease because because they're just prematurely exposed to, like, their reality being sick. And so, like, I think they were sort of trying to make it that Maddie is just not a sciencey teen. Mm. Because she's, like, impressed when Ollie's, like, all about math and she's, like, more into architecture, which, by the way, involves a lot of math. Anyway, but and she's into like drawing fish. <laughs> um, so maybe it's trying to be like she's an artsy teen and that's why she doesn't know. But then that's undercut by her explaining the disease to us. So it's like, I don't know. Or maybe she just had so much trust in her mom because her yeah. mom is a doctor mm-hmm. that she was just like, yeah, I'll take your word for it. It is like wild when Maddie's like, where are the papers saying I have skid? And the mom's like, I like the mom just like doesn't know what yeah to say. He, she should have an answer for that or she should have fake papers also but also maddie's in a support group she's oh, on yeah. an online support group she would have read about this it's 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 too far-fetched for me another she did issue. say 
she did say a lot of the people in her support group not to defend this movie because i think it's insane but i she did say that a lot of people in her support group are like dying soon or like sicker than her and i do think when you're like in really bad shape with skid you do have to stay home oh okay if you're Um, like you know almost gonna die or maybe it was like a different genre of support group and her mom yeah yeah, yeah. maybe it's just like any skids yeah yeah yeah. um another issue i had (laughs) like an issue that just that it didn't hold up for me is there's supposed to be a little tension between her and ollie at the very end where where she's sort of like will he want to see me and in my mind i'm like of course he wants to see you oh i didn't feel that at all oh i thought she was like is he gonna show up at the bookstore when at the very (laughs) end she's like is he gonna be there because she stopped responding to him. Does she say that? Yeah. And then she's also like, oh, let's forgot. start over. And you shouldn't start over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's just, okay, here's the okay, here's thing. crazy. She did nothing wrong. She's yeah. a victim. And it's totally understandable that she would have pushed him away a little bit. She should immediately tell him what happened. And then they can, he can start helping yeah, I her. I was like, wait, does heal. he know that like. <laughs> yeah she has a ton also the fact Ooh. that she even talks to her mom at all or gives her a hug at the end i know that it's just for the narrative purposes of showing that she's gonna talk to her mom one day but i would not talk to my parents for oh yeah i would like have a lawyer <laughs> yeah have a that, lawyer. it would be <laughs> lawyer up <laughs> okay i was confused so she when she goes to hawaii with ollie she says like guess what i'm in gene therapy and like I'm going to find out if I'm if it's working by going to Hawaii with you and let's see if I don't get sick. Was that just like all a lie? Yeah. Okay. I was like, it could be. Re- I don't know. Because I knew the twist already. So I was like, oh. maybe her mom like put her in a fake gene therapy trial, you know. But no, I think you're right that it's a lie. Um, Nate made an incredibly rude joke while let's we watched it. it, which is that when she was like screaming and crying and she's like, mom, am I sick? And she's like, really you can't like understand her very well she's like am i sick nate was like it sounds like she's saying am i thick (laughs) t-h-i-c-c you gotta check in with your mom about the thickness Uh, okay also she says in the narration she goes i've been trying to find the single moment that defined the rest of my life and i'm like yeah we found it it's when your mom (laughs) lied to you about having skin <laughs> like what are you talking about? She was like, "Is it my relationship with Carla? Is it my relationship with Ollie?" I'm like, "No, no, no. I think, I think there's a very specific moment that is different about your life than everyone else's life." <laughs> <laughs> um, I do love the scene when she's in Manhattan with a whole new it girl outfit, and I my question was, where would you take this girl at the end of this movie now that she can experience the world? Oh um suburbs of new jersey <laughs> just yeah. um where would i take her also where do they live oh socal so he's a, they're in they, i think they were in socal so i guess going to hawaii was less crazy yeah to me going to hawaii is the craziest thing in the world it's still um, a flight i don't know montreal i mean you're kind of just asking me what my favorite place Ooh, is yeah yeah <laughs> Well, I was focusing on, like, sensory experiences, so I would oh. probably, I was going to say maybe, like, a farmer's market and, like, eat a bunch of stuff, because, like, she wasn't able to, like, just try a bunch of Petting food zoo, petting before. zoo. Ooh, yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Just lick a, lick a goat's eyeball or something. <laughs> <laughs> just go ham. Get all the germs. <laughs> go ham would involve licking a pig's eyeball. <sighs> <laughs> 
That's good. Okay. <laughs> no. I'm ready to I'm ready to ask the question. Okay, please do. <laughs> okay, Jane, is this movie good or bad? I think it's very good. Um <laughs> Again, you have to you have to be with me for a second. You have to just let go of logic. If you let go of logic and you don't ask any questions, this is a great movie. The acting carries it. They have chemistry. I had longing for their relationship. Um, it's beautifully shot. Yeah, it's good. I cannot. I would say it's bad. However, I do agree with you that the acting and the the relationship is good, and that's why I'm sad that the movie, the rest of the movie, for me framing it is bad. Mm-hmm. I think that um, you could have done some other sort of like, I don't know, mentally ill prepper, overprotective parent, and had sort of the same mm. plot. Um, I also think something that just throws it off is how amazing the house looks. Like, if if this movie had featured just, like, a normal house like in Midnight Sun, I think it all honestly would have, like, not sort of, like... I don't know. It just, like, kept impacting me, like, how clean everything looks and her her slip dresses. And they, mm-hmm. like, have so many shots. I mean, I know this is her dream. In her dreams, she's, like, standing in the ocean in the slip dress. And I'm, like, I would never do that. I just couldn't. <laughs> okay, Jane, do you like this movie? I loved it. I loved it. It was comforting. I also... It's easy to watch. You loved it? <laughs> I really liked it. I thought it was so fun. Do you like it better than Sun is also a star? Ooh, yes. I do. And I think it's because... I think Sun is also a star, has no awkwardness at all. Mm. So I think yeah, they had yeah, better chemistry yeah. in this movie. Mm. Um, I agree. I feel like objectively Sun is also a star is doing something a little bit more interesting in the fact that there is no fake illness, but also um, <laughs> like you have the character who isn't, who's dealing with her immigration status and then the character who, who is a citizen, but whatever they're, they have like parallel, but different experiences with racism um, but the plot just isn't as fun. <laughs> you know what I bet, though, is that I bet Sun is Also a Star is a better book than this is. Because... Do you read them? I'm not going to read them. I'm not going to read them. Um, maybe if someone give them to me for free, um, <laughs> Patreon subscribers, <laughs> let me know. Um, but I, yeah, I think also something I didn't like about Sun is Also a Star is the amount of slow-mo. And this movie accomplished something by having really, really beautiful shots. Like, I kind of loved when she was, like, fainting and she remembers, like, being in the ocean and the waves, like, washing them away. Like, it was cool. And it was, like, beautiful. Like, just, like, some stunning visuals. But they didn't have to use slow-mo all the time. Mm. Um, So that really irritated me about the other Nicola Yoon movie and not this one. I think this movie is bonkers, but I had such a good time and I liked it. Um, Okay, what type of teen is this movie for? I wrote shy girls but to be honest i don't know if that's the right answer because i was just wondering if they could kind of (laughs) see themselves in maddie (laughs) they have sort of um you know an emotional skid (laughs) um that's so (laughs) um no you know i think shy girls is a good answer i was gonna write girls who are texting their crush oh yeah 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 yeah. um because i do think the texting is cute the texting scenes are maybe my favorite like cute scenes that the movie does i love when the fake astronaut is like call him (laughs) (laughs) um i think it was i it was funny um yeah so i think we're talking about the same girl (laughs) um they just have to like have a guy interested in them maybe 
<laughs> Even though I just said, like, I was worried about my friends who had internet boyfriends. But you know what? No one ended up, like, in danger or anything. It was just, you know, Good. a virtual relationship. <sighs> Jane, do you know what time it is? What time is it? <laughs> it's time for roll call. Roll call. Ooh. That was a peppy one today. Um, Who do we have today, Jane? We have Nicole. Nicole says, I was into a lot of what everyone else was into when I was a teen. Games, anime, fanfic, punk rock, being pseudo-emo. But I have to go with I was an angry teen. I don't really know why I was angry either. I just felt discomfited, which is a word neither Issa or I know the (laughs) definition of, for some reason, and took it out on friends sometimes. LOL, LOL. I was still a decent friend, I think, since I've managed to remain close with high school friends, but they can't, they can tell you that I had my moments back then. I'm going to look up this word. word. I know what the word means. I'm not looking it up. Just kidding. I am. Um, It, it just means like, um, uneasy. Okay. Yeah. Um, welcome to the Bleacher Teens, Nicole. Uh, Teen Issa would have like, honestly, probably seen you as a like deep teen. Like I would have been like. She has hidden depths. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think similarly, and I, I don't think I would have been run in the same circle as Nicole. Specifically, like, punk oh, rock. Wow. Yeah, I think I would have I would have related to the um, anime and fanfic, but I would have been, like, that person, like, went through some trauma and, like, I could never imagine. You know what I mean? Like, I would just be, like, she has some, like, some life experience, mm. you know? Isa, how do people get their names read on roll call? <laughs> Great question, Jane. Subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. And if you're lucky, we will DM you on there to ask you what type of teen you were. Thank you, Nicole. Speaking of Patreon subscribers, we issued a very special call to a very special type of teen or like former teen. Um, uh, Jane, would you like to introduce what this is? Yeah, okay. We asked for all YA readers to tell us what they read, what they're reading now, and what their general YA vibes were. And we got some yeah, great we answers. Just, yeah, we just like, we keep doing Nicola Yoon book to movie adaptations. Um, and I was just curious to see, well, it's just not, she's not of our generation, like we're a little too old for it. Um, but yeah, would you like to, would you like to read some of our answers on there sure so we have the twilight hunger games john green um but Mm. one thing that stood out to me was a a few people recommended his dark materials which i haven't read and which i think i might read oh do you know oh you like it i've only read so i've only read the first one but i've read other books by him my relationship with that trilogy or that um like writer is that because I was in a Catholic country and they like do interesting riffs on like the church. It was like sort of like Dan Brown in that like our Catholic school teachers like were like anti Philip Pullman. Um, but I actually think they're like fun to read if you are Catholic because he's clearly like someone that knows enough about like Catholicism that he does like fun riffs with it in the fantasy world. Mm. So I like I don't know. It's almost like if you if you're like anti reading that book because you're religious, you're actually missing out on like missing an audience that has like fun inside jokes mm. or like fun inside riffs like historical fiction type stuff with it um yeah that's my but i've only watched um or i've only read 
one of the books. And then um, Graham in our Patreon says there's a streaming series out now, but fuck that noise. Oh, boy. Okay. In that case, <laughs> I'll definitely read it before. Oh, you can get used copies of all three books for the same price as two months of HBO. I love that insight. <laughs> you know who's in the TV show? I haven't watched it. But there's an actor in the TV show. Her name is um 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 Ruth Wilson, and I think uh, you look like her. Oh my god, very beautiful! Oh, thanks. Also, I do want to add that Graham says the show uh, <laughs> has Lin Manuel attempting a Texan accent. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I know, I know which character he's supposed to be, and I was horrified to find out. Jane, do you have a um relationship to Percy Jackson? None at all. I haven't read it. <gasps> uh oh. Wow. No, no, no. I think it's. I think they're good. <laughs> I think it's funny that, like, you and I just, like, didn't have overlapping, like, book niches in the I'm really the not. I, I think I've said this before. I'm just, like, rarely a fantasy person. I will say. That's true. Matt is a fantasy person. He loved Harry Potter. Obviously, I love that, too. And then he was into Lord of the Rings. And then he graduated to Ursula ursula Le Guin, so he's like i love her yeah fantasy expert sounds like i wish someone would tell me like what is it about like specifically fantasy ya that like so many like why do teens love to read fantasy that's such really a good know. question i don't really know why because like i do think a lot of the teens that read fantasy don't necessarily continue to read it as adults like there are more teens than adults maybe for sure um, most of the fantasy i've read is ya yeah so i don't i don't know um and I, I also think, like, uh, when when Lord of the Rings came out, I actually don't think that's, like, teen books. Like, those are really hard. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I think I, I tried reading the first one, that. and I was like, I can't do this. I'm too young. I do need to say <laughs> that Adrian mentions the click books. Um, yes. And <laughs> I swear that I look like one of the actors that they have oh, on yeah, the books. Oh, yeah, you said that. I swear to God, and I, it's not, like, people have said this to me, so I'm not just a crazy person. Um, we looked at I'll it together, and, and I said, no, we looked at it together, and I said they're right. Okay. Um, Emily says, hard to remember what I read as a teen versus a preteen, um, but she calls out the Lux series by Anna Goberson, which I haven't heard mentioned in a long time, and I loved it. So she says, intended for horny, historical fiction-loving teens. It is sort of like... Gossip Girl meets Downton Abbey, and it's really horny, but, like, PG-13 horny. Like, there's a lot of, like, horny making out, and then, like, you know, nothing, like, too explicit. And it was just, like, a very, it was a very important book for me when I got to being a horny teen. Like, it was, like, perfect mixture of, like, plot, Gossip Girl drama, hot boys. Do you know the Georgia Nicholson series? No. Okay, me neither. I mean, I didn't I didn't read them. What are they about? A girl named Georgia? <laughs> um, a girl named No, that's Angus Thong. Oh, Angus Thong, sorry. Georgia. That was my second uh farting noise of the episode. <laughs> I try and limit myself to one. Okay, good to um, know. I just remembered a book series that I was obsessed with called Oh no. Uh shoot. Wait. Oh no. I'm blanking Tell me what on it's oh, Alice. The Alice series. Oh, okay. Dead Mom. Wait brother what? hot brother dead mom hot brother she dead can't mom. carry a tune it's just a it's just remember. a million books about a girl named alice and one of her friends has an eating disorder one of them has long blonde hair that goes to her butt 
That's her defining characteristic. Yeah, and then she, she like gets gum Mennonite? caught in it. She gets gum caught in her hair, and then she has to get it cut off. What? I asked if she was a Mennonite. No, no, no. She's just hot. She just has that. Okay. Um, there are also some honorable mentions in Emily's post uh, by Sarah Dessen and Shannon Hale. Did you read any of the... Meg Cabot, obviously, we love. Um, have you read any Sarah Dessen books? That sounds really familiar. Like That I was a big, her. like... A lot of people in my high school read Sarah Dessen books. And I remember, like... I actually think that author, like, was, like, mean to someone on Twitter recently. Wait, I think I know what you're talking about. And... <laughs> Do you know... <laughs> It was, she was sort of mean, but also, like, it was stupid. You know what I mean? Like, I think you and I stupid. are just united in that, like, when you're famous, just, like, stay off, stay offline. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also got an answer from Ari and um, his partner, Ali. Um, first, Ari says, I didn't read baby YA novels. And then his partner said, actually, he read Ender's Game books and Percy Jackson. So he's just, you know, too friendly. cool. Um, I think you would have liked Percy Jackson, Jane. Anyway, um, myths. Um, and Ali says warrior cats, which I've never heard of. Don't know what that is. Okay, we'll we'll do some research. Do you? Does the idea of Percy Jackson appeal to you? Where it's like hot teens. Logan Lerman from is Percy, mythology. Right? They're descended from mythology. I mean, sort of. I uh, wait. It's Logan Lerman in the movies, right? Yeah, the movies are bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. But it's um but you don't you don't like teens having ma- magical power. But they it is sexy, like I, I like say. that. <laughs> <laughs> you know who's also in the movie? Alex Daddario. Wait, who's that? It's like um White Lotus journalist hot Oh her woman who's married to okay, the cool. Yeah, and it's one of her, like, young... She was, like, young when it, she was in the movie. And I remember being, like, whoa, her eyes, which everyone's like now. Yeah. Yeah, her eyes. <laughs> anyway, Jane, what is... um, I know I know we've, like, talked about YA literature a lot. What is the most recent YA book you can remember going back to read? Going back to read? Like, as an adult. Oh, yeah. oh my God, I'm looking at my bookcase. Well, I can say that I read Forever by Judy Bloom for the first time recently. <gasps> wow. And then, what is the... I don't know what it's about. It's about <laughs> a young woman's first relationship in high school and how she thinks she's going to be with him forever. Okay. But it says words like come in it. And it what? was written... That's wild. 60 years ago or whatever. I might be totally off with that number. Um, I don't know. What about you? Um, I would say that I've revisited a couple of um, epistolary, like books for babies, as our past guest Zach said. Mm -hmm. I've revisited a couple of epistolary style YA books, like as an adult, because they're so fast. Yes. Um, One of them is called um, Love Rosie, or actually it might have different titles in the UK and US. Like when I bought the book, it was just called Rosie Dunn, which is her full name. But it was about like two best friends who like grew up together, like writing each other emails and letters and stuff. And, like, fall in love. Um, it's kind of, like, a very long will-they-won't-they they over many years. And it's so good. Um, the other is um, this this book that was called The Year of Secret Assignments. That was also oh. a different name in UK and US. I read that. Yeah. and you it's, gave it to it's, me. It's also epistolary. It's also good. There's kind of, like, a like some, like, darkness to it as well. Goth- it's, a go- it's a gothic story, right? Yeah. It's, like, a gothic story, but, like, set in like you know teens writing each other letters which i which i actually really like um 
Anyway. Wait, is this the right book I'm thinking of? Year of Secret. Assignments. Oh, I think you're thinking you're thinking of a book that's in the same universe, but it's a different oh, person. Okay. Got it. Um, and I read part of Gossip Girl the first recently. <gasps> and I had to stop. <laughs> <laughs> so you just read um when Chuck tries to rape Jenny? I don't even think I got that far. Uh, anyway, subscribe to our Patreon if you want to tell us what you're reading. Again, it's patreon.com slash under the bleachers pod. Um, and if you're lucky, we will ask you questions like this and you can tell us what Warrior Cats is. Um, Jane, what are you watching these days? You, oh my God. You already so know much. that I'm watching Cheer primarily and I'm done. Um, <gasps> I have so many thoughts about it. Like we could, I'm almost like we should do an episode on it, but. I know we have to discuss how to do it. It's, all I will say is that I don't know. There's too much to say. So I, so I'll just say I really like it and it's really, really interesting. And I think from, from a perspective of wanting to see athleticism, the way they shoot everything and edit everything is incredible. Yeah. Um, and that's why I also like, um, last chance you, cause it's the same thing. Um, I'm still working my way through cheer. I really love it. We also started the new season of euphoria, um, already, um sydney sweeney hive is like you know shitting crying throwing up everyone loves to see her back in tv <laughs> um i also told i don't know if i told you this no yeah i did i put it in our group chat sydney sweeney has a tiktok where she's just fixing cars that's incredible like, she's fixing her vi- she actually it's just her car she has a vintage car and she's like redoing everything on it she's incredible like what is the point like what are we doing <laughs> It's a no- it's sort of annoying. She's so incredible. It's so annoying. She's wearing a cute like pair of overalls. Um, I'm also watching Attack on Titan as the anime correspondent on this pod. It just came back. The last season is like some of the best TV I've watched. <laughs> like I told Jen the other day, I was like, I can't believe this anime is wa- is like one of the only shows that'll get me to look away from my phone. Um, but my teen story about that is that one of the high schoolers in my program spoiled it for me already because I found out that like all the teens who watch anime that I've met, they just go online and like read all of the manga, like the comic, because mm-hmm. it's usually ahead of the show. They'll just like read it until the end. So now they know everything. Oh. So they just talked to me about it because I assumed that, that they assumed I had done the same thing. <laughs> um, so now I know the ending, but it's okay. Oh, I also watched two episodes of Champagne Ill, I think it's called, which is Ooh. a show that used to be only on YouTube Plus huh. or whatever the YouTube thing is. And now it's on, I don't know, Hulu. And it stars Adam Pally, who I have a crush on. And like, I love, I love his comedy. He was in Happy Endings. And... Sam? What is his name? I don't remember. Wait, do you mean Illinois? No. Champagne. But it... Wait. Wait, did I mess up? No, no, no. I'm I'm just like wondering if it's supposed to be a place. It's not a place. Okay, it's Champagne Ill, capital I-L-L. Okay. And the other guy in it is, 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 is Sam, Sam Richardson. Richardson. <laughs> Okay. Um, and oh, it's I a, love Adam. It's Pally. about okay, two okay. people who lived a life of luxury with their rapper best friend, and then he dies, and then they are left on their own. Aww. So, fish oh, out of water a, story. I almost had a heart attack. I thought someone's name was Addison Ray in the cast, but it's Adrian Ray. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was watching TV the other day, and I, I, I was like, "Is that Addison Ray?" And I freaked out. Um, Jane, what is the upcoming movie? It next? is, and almost definitely going to be. 10 things I hate about you. 
Yay! I haven't seen... I actually... I say I haven't seen it in a while, but I think I saw it, like, in adulthood, so it's not... Like, I... I don't know. It's very familiar to me. Yeah, it's familiar to me, too. Yeah, wow. I'm not that, I'm not <laughs> really, that excited. We're really setting expectations. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to live up to everything, everything, so... It is a lot of um new people entering the Under the Bleachers universe, so. That's true. And more Joseph that- Gordon-Levitt, so... <laughs> That was that was under the bleachers our podcast about teen content. We would love if you hit that subscribe button, whatever way you get your podcasts. Don't forget to rate and leave a review, and please share us with a friend and with a teen. You can get in touch with us at underthebleacherspod at gmail.com and find us on Twitter at, at @bleacherteens. Also, subscribe to our Patreon to kick us some support, especially if you want to tell us what YA books you were into at patreon.com/slash/underthebleacherspod. Okay, we will see you next time under the bleachers.